Welcome to Bellwether Friends, definitely not the first podcast featuring a discussion on pop culture and why we think you should like what we like. You should trust us because we have innocent faces. <laughs> Every couple of weeks, Anna and I will get together with some non-alcoholic beverage for her and something else for me and chat about a couple of pop culture topics, what we think and how we feel. We'll end the show with our current obsessions. And who are we? I'm Carolyn, a librarian living in Chicago, watching way too much TV. And I'm Anna, a librarian in Western Massachusetts, who has a love-hate relationship with technology right now. I know. It brings us so much joy, but so much pain. God. First world like- problems. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Anna. You're in charge. I am in charge. Week. That's right. I'm flexing my muscles. Ooh. Um, so our friend of the show, Amy Deagleman, wrote a Yay. post um, for Panels, which is like the comic arm of Book Riot, uh-huh. um, called Comics Art for Girls, and it made me feel like I really wanted to talk about comics right now. <laughs> right now, right now. Okay. That was several days ago, but it's still I still feel that way. <laughs> Um, and we will definitely link to her post, but the gist of it is that, um, she's, she didn't feel like when she was growing up that comics were a thing that she was supposed to do or was welcome in and, um, her sort of her experience sneaking into her brother's room and reading his comics and how she's found her way to fandom from there. And, you know, I responded to her like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> After she said I was a special unicorn. So, oh, well, that's true. But I thought it would be good to talk about um, our our experiences um, around comics, and um, it's such a huge topic that I yeah. thought I'd break it into two parts. Okay. Um, part one being like comic strips. You know, the things that you used to read in the paper when there were papers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. And their modern incarnation, the webcomic, some of which, you know, have carried over and some of which are just their own animal. Some of which, some webcomics find their cells in print. <laughs> it's yeah. completing the cycle. <laughs> um, so that would be part one. And then part two would be um, comic books, graphic novels. So, okay, I'm going to um, ask you some questions. Oh boy! Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I warned you that I was going to, and you I know, wanted I'm to excited. be surprised. I did. I didn't write down any questions, so these are all going to be off the cuff too. We are nothing if not spontaneous here. <laughs> oh, I even got out my notepad. Good. Apparently, I was going to take notes. Okay, okay. good. <laughs> so. And also, I believe um, Sterling Spice asked us to recommend some things. So I'm sure that as we go through this process, we'll be dropping various names. And and we maybe can recommend a few things as we're going. Yeah. So can you tell me, were you a Sunday comics reader when you were growing up? was I. I totally was. Um, So, yeah, I thought about this. It's funny, I when you said let's talk about comics and I thought I don't read comics and then I spent some time thinking about it and I was like oh I used to um a lot and yeah it totally started with the Sunday paper um and so I loved Garfield and that 
brought it into like getting the books. And yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, totally. But it, my first exposure to Garfield was definitely in the paper and um, Family Circus. Well, uh, Doomsbury, like all of those, right? Right. Like all those eighties. Um, I am. I had strips. a special love of Kathy. For whatever reason, yeah, I have a yeah, pair yeah. of Kathy like Bermuda shorts in the in the garage that I that I used to wear on my body out in public. Yeah, out in public. <laughs> I remember Kathy. I didn't understand a lot of Kathy. I think I uh, liked. Um, and I don't want to take over your answer here, but no, no. Yeah. So I I started. I would start these things in the comics. But then I, I, my parents must have had just a, a treasure trove of, like, printed books. Because, like, I would read my way through all of Doonesbury. I had Kathy collections. I had Farside collections. Oh, Farside, yeah. I had Calvin and Hobbes collections. And I had, like, 20 Garfield books. And yeah. I, w- I was a kid that um, got motion sick in the car if I tried to read. Yes. But not if I was reading Garfield. So, like... If we were going on a trip, I was like, all right, I'm taking all of my Garfields with me. <laughs> I remember spending my money at the Scholastic Book Fair on Garfield books. Oh, yeah. Um, another Sunday comic that I loved and then I ended up getting the books um, was Nancy. See, I never read Nancy. See, Nancy and Sluggo. <laughs> I, I knew a cat named Sluggo. <laughs> and there was something about... So I never really got into Kathy, but I really liked Nancy. And I... I can't tell you the last time I read a Nancy comic, <laughs> but I loved it. And then, and that kind of led the way to, to actual comics, right? Um, I think from Sunday comics, I went into comic books. Right. So yeah. I think what, what I started to say and then stopped is that when I was reading all of Dunesbury and when I was reading Kathy and when I was reading like for better or for worse, or um, yeah. long serials like that that had people's relationships. Like, I was most interested in in the relationships and, like, the romance. Like, all of the political stuff of Doonesbury, you know, reading them at age 10 to oh, no, 14, right I had no idea what the heck was going on. But I was really interested in, like, the romance. Like, I wanted certain people to get together mm-hmm. or... Or I would skip to that part and just think that there was a certain part of me that was starved for this for whatever reason. And so I was finding it wherever I could. I don't know. No, I I definitely remember being interested in relationships, especially Blondie. Oh, Blondie, yeah. Yeah, and I loved Blondie and Dagwood and their way they would like, it was like a sitcom. What about Hagar the Horrible? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I read all of these. I loved these. Did Marmaduke? You? Oh, Marmaduke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I used to, um, I would like, we would get the paper, as we as many families did back in the day. If anyone here is young, <laughs> listening to this podcast. It was, it was news printed on a paper I know. delivered to your house. On Sunday, there. I mean, there were comics every day, but on Sunday, there was like a four, you know, four sides worth of comics and they were in oh, color yeah. and like it would be a battle at my house between me and my mom <laughs> to see who could have them first and I called them the commies and she was like <laughs> she was like Anna 
don't call them that. <laughs> the like, red papers. <laughs> it's like, but why? She never really explained it. She just didn't want me to call them the commies. So I didn't stop because I didn't have a good reason to stop, you know. That's awesome. Do you still call them the commies? Well, I don't have a paper. <laughs> so <laughs> I also did a certain amount of checking um, collections out from the library. Did you ever do that? Yes, very much. Very much. Um before the Scholastic Book Fair would come to school, I had to rely on the library for all my Garfield needs. Oh, the library. Um, yeah, and I, I remember just spending so much time in the comic section where all the books were and thinking like, wow, I could just read books. It, you know, because Sunday was great, but it was also so short-lived. Right, it was, was just that like, one 30-minute oh. period every week. Yeah, I wanted more all the time. So, yeah, definitely. So I, I got a lot of books. I checked out from the library Tintin and oh. As- Asterix. And, like, so I had, like, a little foreign flavor that came to me <laughs> through the library. Um, and I definitely remember doing that. I was just, like... But mostly it was somehow my parents had purchased these things. And I, I don't know if I... I can't remember if I asked for them or if they just appeared. I don't think I would have asked for Doonesbury, but it was there in the in the attic, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Tintin was something that I actually didn't know about until I had a kid. And she came home with a Tintin book. And I was like, wow, that looks old. <laughs> and then I did some research and I was like, oh, that's oh. been around a while. There's some controversial stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah, it never it never came off came across my radar, so. Yeah, I checked all of the Tintins out from the library. I don't know what what I liked. I guess I like the adventure of them. I yeah. They have zero female characters basically. Zero. Absolutely zero. So, I think even the dog is male. Yeah, Snowy. Yeah. <laughs> so, there are no women. So, no, I know it's very bizarre. So, are there um, are there any comics of more recent nature? I mean, printed comic strips. Like, um, did you ever read Bloom County or um, Boondocks? Or I'm just thinking. I remember Bloom County. Right. Um, you know, the, so a couple of years ago, we got we had a subscription to the Sunday paper. And I remember taking a look at the comics page and not recognizing any of them. Right. And feeling like I was dropped into the middle of a story that I didn't know. And I just, it made me sad and I didn't read them anymore. Yeah, I had that problem too. And I feel like, you know, the idea of a comic strip that's like three panels is supposed to be that it's a a joke that you can get. Yeah. Even if you don't know anything about the comic but there's also sense of continuity, like um, you're supposed to know these characters, and like it might be referring back to something, and you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it, it was very disorienting, and it. I think now I'm much more story. Yes, definitely. Based. Yeah, so I want I you know when I was little, I loved a good snappy joke. That was the best. I'm like now. I'm like now. I want the whole story. But everything. <laughs> so it, it made me just kind of like frustrated. And I, and I wasn't, I didn't like it. And I feel like 
now as an adult, maybe I should be reading the New Yorker and those comics. But um, honestly, I don't understand any of them. Yeah, I don't really get those either, mostly. I mean, I get some of them, but they yeah. also seem to, to put them, um, you know, like they'll put them in an article, but then the... Um, the comic, the comic has it. nothing to do <laughs> with the article, and then you're like, "What? I know context. I don't, I don't know." So I looked at this list of the top 25 best Sunday comic strips of all time because you know I like to look stuff up. Yeah, I can't help it. Endless. <clears throat> and so some of them I knew, and some of them I didn't know. Like Beetle Bailey, I was like, "Oh yeah, Beetle Bailey." <laughs> God, yeah. Speaking of low on female <laughs> characters. Uh, in Hagar, yes. Okay. Or is it Hagar? I don't know. But then there's one called Cul-de-Sac. I've never heard of Cul-de-Sac. I don't know what that is. It says it's published 2004 to 2012. Well, there you go. A, no one was reading the newspaper. <laughs> a darkly humorous view of the suburbs from the perspective of a four-year-old girl. Sounds good. I'd read it. I'd for it. B yeah. BC... Oh, BC. I remember BC. Sherman's Lagoon. I feel like that was at the end of when I was reading comics. I remember a little Sherman's Lagoon, but not not much. Something called Pluggers. <laughs> that sounds bad. Um, 1993 to the present. Huh. Uh, uh, uh-huh. It has a bear scooping ice cream in the example. <laughs> Dick Tracy. Get Fuzzy. I do like Get Fuzzy. Mother Goose and Grimm. I'm just going to go through this list. Non sequitur. I feel like that's more of a one shot. Yeah. Far sidey kind of like bam joke. Yeah. Pearls Those be- are good. Pearls Before Swine, which is mostly good for puns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dilbert. See, that was probably my mom's favorite was oh, Dilbert. Dilbert. She yeah. worked in like a cubicle farm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And she had various managers. Tom the Dancing Bug. 1997 to the present. I'm not familiar. Zits? I did like Zits. Zits. 1997 to the present. I'm looking these up as you name them. All right. (laughs) Oh, I do like Zits. Yeah, Yeah. Zits is good. We have collections of that at work in the young adult section. I remember because they were all shelved and cataloged by the, the... the title of the collection and so you couldn't go to zits and find all of them you had to like know the name of the collection no i was like no 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 no. (laughs) i'm not doing that pogo Uh uh-huh i like pogo life in hell which i don't know that i don't seem to remember being in my utah paper You know, I think I only know about that from posts. Right, exactly. Yeah. So maybe it was in some people's Sunday comics. It says published 1977 to 2012. But wow. I don't think it, maybe it was in the alternative papers or something. <laughs> but it was not. Crazy Cat. I had a friend in, in college who really loved Crazy Cat. Crazy Cat. That seems to me that is a classic. Uh-huh. Junesbury, Bloom County. Peanuts. Oh, yeah. The Far Side. And Calvin and Hobbes. I think, yeah. we, I think we radically improved as we got down the list there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and Far Side was one of the ones that I remember. 
because I I really liked the comics and my dad would read the comics, but my mom didn't like them. And but my dad didn't like the same ones I did. I liked the family ones, whatever. But the Far Side, that was something that I think everyone can agree on the Far Side. Yeah, and so that was it. Was always fun to you know reenact the the cartoon. So I think there was a natural like falling off of reading this kind of stuff when I went to college. I don't know if that's true of you. Like, you go to college and you stop uh-huh. getting the paper because you're in college, unless you're that person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get the New York Times. <laughs> I wasn't that person. No. Um, but I remember going to grad school and um, my friend handed me this collection of Dykes to Watch Out For. <laughs> That's the name of the collection? That's the name of the comic strip. Oh! By Alison Bechdel. Oh! So, I was, you know, I was reading Dex to Watch Out For, and I was like, oh yeah, comics, this is great! You know, comic strips. And then there was another, like, long period, and and then the internet happened. (laughs) (laughs) And then I started um, following different web comics. I don't know if you do or not. Um, I don't as much as I did, as I used to. Um, there was a period in my life where I was, like, actively searching out new web comics um, and following them, but I, I haven't in a long time. Uh, every now and then I, I, I will go look at, like, questionable content. Yep. Um, I like XKCD. Yep. And... Um, Shoot, there was one more. Oh, uh, well, Fred Ford's meet comics from PhD. Probably yep, yep, yep. Papers. I like that one too. So, um, that, I would say that's pretty much all I see, unless someone posts something funny on the internet, and then I read it. But those are really the only ones that I go to with any regularity. Um, so no unshelved for you. <laughs> you know, I forget about them. <laughs> but every now and then, someone will post something. I'll be like, like oh, oh yeah. yeah. So, um, the way I keep track of them is through my feed reader. Like, if I didn't have my feed reader, I wouldn't keep up with them regularly. But since they're being delivered to all one place, I go through them all. Um, and so that's how I keep up with questionable content, PhD, XKCD, and, um, Wondermark by David Malky. I don't know if you've read that one. I do know that one, yep. Um, Girls with Slingshots, which just ended... It sounds forever. Familiar. Oh no, it's all gone now. She's she's like releasing the strips again from the beginning, um, colorized. But yes, oh. like it came to an end last week. <laughs> oh, you know what? Yeah, I saw that she ended it because a lot of people were talking were about weeping that. in the streets. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, you know that was a great one for like mostly female characters and um, interesting plot lines and relationships between people and um filthy minds good perfect (laughs) so it'll be right up your alley (laughs) yes excellent i'll go back to that (laughs) and a a bunch of these that i like have have made the translation to you know collections that are printed and sold and um so like kate beaton's stuff Uh um um what one that i've mentioned before nimona yeah. Which is coming out this month or next month. I don't know. I, I pre-ordered it because I want to read it again. Not on my computer screen. I like I liked having a book. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. That I can flip through the pages. I'm okay. Yeah, I do too. I'm looking at this uh, Girls with Slingshots, and um, she has a list of comics that she likes to read, and I one of them that I another one that I will stumble upon and go, oh yeah, is Oh Joy Sex Toy. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But that one, like, I really like that one because I love how it looks. Um, but it's, I love how it just it's so honest and. I don't, it's it's very different. I like it. I like that too. And I, I also have to say, I'm just looking in my reader right now because that's the best way to remind myself of what I read. <laughs> um, there's one that's not updated very much called The Non-Adventures of Wonderella. She's like a um, super self-interested superhero. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> um, there's one that's not updated where she was doing a comic for every X-Files episode, but I think mm-hmm. she's just had a baby or was pregnant or something. And so I expect her to come back at some point. I don't Please know when. <laughs> and then, um, John Allison does a strip called bad machinery or Bobbins, depending on, depending on what he's doing. Um, giant days is this one that he's also his writing for. That's coming out in comic form right now. But anything that John Allison writes, he's British and he writes about um, mostly like school age British kids or you know twenties ish British men and women. And <laughs> I will read anything that he writes. I will go back into the archives and just start and read anything. Okay, so I'm like writing all this down. All right, so. John Allison. John Allison. Okay. Um, I gave Margaret a print that said, I wrecked these eyes reading, and it's a girl. <laughs> that just gives you an example. Nice. <laughs> um, and then there's one more on my list here. Um, I don't know if you've read A Softer World. I don't. I'm looking it up to see if it looks familiar Basically, to me. Basically, it's pictures and text. And <gasps> yes. Every time you read it, you're like, that is really depressing. Yes. Usually. Really, really depressing. depressing. But also, something, there's something like essentially true about them. And you're like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> How did you verbalize that thought that I didn't want to have? <laughs> so, this is... so. Looking at this one, this is a very interesting sort of take on the webcomic. Yeah. Right? Because it's... It's it's not drawn. It's not drawn. It, and it's it's not really like a story. Really? No, no. It's not serial in that way, I would say. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting kind of take on it. Yeah. Hmm. Right? Yeah. So we we will link to all all of these. Okay. That um, so that anyone is who is listening and is like, oh, that sounds good, can <laughs> find them on our show page because we diligently link many things. We're very we <laughs> have lots time. of links. Yes, we are link <laughs> link tastic. <laughs> okay, so if you think of further comics or web comics. Uh, and you want to share them with us, and if you want to say, oh, Prince Valiant, remember Prince Valiant? 
I, I for one, loved Prince Valiant because I loved Knights and Robin Hood and, like, King Arthur. I was all over that. Yes. And it only came out on Sundays, I think. It did, yeah. You know, I didn't like the ones that came out during the week, though, because I felt like I missed something. Yeah. Because I didn't get the paper then. I only got the paper on Sunday. Oh, my God. What kind of place were you living? (laughs) So, okay. So now I want to turn to the second arm of the two-armed creature, (laughs) which is comic books. You know, things that are published in a serial form meant to be disposable, sort of. Uh You know, unless you're hardcore. Um... (laughs) And then sometimes get made or often get made now into graphic novels, which are, you know, collections of the individual issues. Now, you might also have graphic novels that just come out as graphic novels. It's a fluid term. Like, don't yell at me, I know. I'm not telling you. No, no, I know. I'm telling everyone. No. You're telling, you're telling, telling the world. So, did you ever read any comic books when you were growing up? I did. So, um... This is what I was thinking about today. Is I loved Archie comics. All right, you're the one. I I, I am that person. I loved them, and I remember they sold them at. Um, so I grew up in a really, really, really small town, and we had a, a drugstore. But the drugstore was like the drugstore of the fifties, where there was like an ice cream counter, and, soda you know, fountain, like soda fountain. Yeah, and they sold comics, and so. On the weekends or once a week, my mom and I would would go there after school and I would get an Archie comic. And I remember one time they had like the digest. Oh, yeah. So like the smaller ones. Oh, my God. It was like so much Archie. (laughs) This place was amazing. Um, And then I remember, uh, I, I don't remember where this person came from or how they knew my family, but they saw me reading an Archie comic and they were like, do you like comic books? And I must've said yes, because I ended up with a Christian comic. Okay. And it was tell me more. It was like Bible stories, but in comic book form. Okay. Um, which, you know, as a kid, I was kind of like, all right, cool. It's a comic book. Then I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) I know these stories. (laughs) That would never oh. have happened to me. <laughs> You'd be like, whoa. I would have been like, cool story, bro. <laughs> and so uh, I just remember that that, that one had a, a strange sort of feel. Like, it, that one wasn't a real comic book. Right. Like, there, it was... Did it, it come from the Jehovah's Witnesses? <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. Okay. But I, I think it came from some fundamentalist group in town. But, um, but it felt like propaganda, you know, like... You well, like comics, so we're going to put our message into comic books so it's easily, you know, consumable. Not, I remember I read through it once, and then I was like, you oh. go to the bottom of the pile. <laughs> You're for emergencies when I run out. <laughs> That's right. But so from Archie went um, Josie and the Pussycats, and I'm trying to think. I know that I read other comic, but I didn't read superhero comics. Yeah, yeah, me either. And those were boy comics. So you like, had a feeling like that comics were okay for girls, but only certain comics? But only certain comics, yeah. And because it wasn't like I didn't like superheroes. I loved superhero movies. I love Wonder Woman, for sure. Yeah, and cartoons on TV. 
Like, the cartoons were fine. The cartoons were not for boys only. But the comics felt like, you know, you had to, you were a special kind of fan to do the comics. And and the superhero ones weren't weren't really for girls. Girls didn't read those. Interesting. I see. I never had that impression. For whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I did last night was I went into my closet. Don't worry, I came out again. <laughs> and I pulled out the box that has like all of my my issues of comics and not my bound comics. And uh-huh. um, I divided them into piles by like. Um, title and and for the most part yes they were not superhero comics like I've mentioned before on the show Elf Quest was my passion oh yeah and um, I'll look up when they first started but it was in the 80s um, sometime I believe and so I wasn't in the position of buying like the first issue or anything or like getting on board at the beginning but I definitely went back, and I I bought everything that I possibly could. So yeah, ElfQuest started thirty seven years ago, so it's basically the same age as me. Wow! Okay. And if, so if I looked at my piles of comics, and I probably have like fifty individual ElfQuest comics, I have every bound book, I have like a compendium, I have. Um, I have ElfQuest in German. I have ElfQuest in French. <laughs> like, I used to um, photocopy parts of ElfQuest and color it myself. I used to, like, um, try to draw characters myself. Like, that that was my major passion and is still my major passion, I guess. Um, and then I... And then I got... I would come across other things. Like, there's this comic called The Warlord, (laughs) which was about this, um, I don't, like, I'm going to look up the description, (laughs) because it's a sword and sorcery comic book from DC, and it started in 1975. And, but I, again, I didn't get on board with it. I don't even know how I first got an issue of The Warlord. But it was like this modern guy who ends up in this sword and sorcery place. Vietnam veteran pilot passed through a hole in the Earth's crust when flying over the North Pole and landed in the underground world of Scartaris. Let me tell you, he wears very little clothing when he's being a warlord. I don't know if you're looking this up. I'm looking at him right now. He's got... Some fur and yeah. chains. Yeah. Pretty much. So, <laughs> like, I would come across these things, and I was like, all right. <laughs> but, again, like, you know, I I knew about Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman, and, and I just, for some reason, I didn't buy the comics. Like, I would, you know, when I was in junior high and high school, I would go to comic book stores, one of which was, like, a seedy place that always smelled like smoke and I oh yeah I don't know what they thought of me going in there and like perusing their merch and either buying it or leave it and leaving um but I just did it like I didn't have any feeling like I shouldn't be there even though it was run by this skeevy old guy who just smoked all day 
I would just go in and get what I wanted and come back. I seem to remember that about comic book stores, too. They they always smelled like smoke, and there were a lot of boobs. See, there was another one. So I used to go to high school, junior high and high school, across town, and so I had to take the bus back to my house. But I would take the bus. I would walk past where I needed to walk. And I uh, like to take the bus and go to the comic book store and then get on the bus. And so there's this other one that was mostly like a game slash comic book store. So I used to buy my like figures to paint there uh-huh. and my um, Dungeons and Dragons materials for which I never had anyone to play with. But <laughs> that's, a, that's another podcast. Yeah. Like I would buy all that <laughs> stuff there and I would buy my elf quest there. And, and, but I also don't remember ever thinking... I'm not welcome here or I'm being treated um, differently or it's weird because most of the time, like even now um, I'm conscious of stuff like that. Yeah. And I would, I wouldn't go into a store if I thought that they were going to be mean to me at the checkout. Right. <laughs> like, right, right. Yeah. Past, past Anna was much more shy than current Anna is. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I don't know what combination of things made me think, well, yeah, I'll just go to the comic book store and I'll go get my elf quest and I'll pay for it and I'll catch the bus and I'll go home. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm very happy that was the case. Well, yeah, and it and it made for for you to you know kind of continue yeah to enjoy this and it didn't it didn't put a bad taste in your mouth. I think that's really good. I I found. Um, some comics that I had when I was little, I'd forgotten that I that I brought them with me. Um, they were in with like a box of stuff from high school um, when my mom was was moving houses a couple of years ago, maybe last year. And so I brought them home with me. And one of them is a Smurfs comic from 1982. And looking at it, I remember that I was fascinated by the ads in the back. Oh yeah, the ads are always interesting. Oh man! So you could get prizes for cash. And, and <laughs> there was like call. a there was like a hoverboard in one of mine, and I really wanted yes. to send away for it. I really wanted to send away for it too. And then the other one I have is issue two of Battlestar Galactica. Nice. And so this was published in '79. So I must have picked this up used. I'm sure this wasn't edited by this new. Right, right. Um, I think I yeah. picked some some maybe even the Warlord up at my local used bookstore i think they had some comics and i just picked them up there yeah the best thing about these were the ads the ads were amazing (laughs) you could get x-ray glasses and and who wouldn't want x-ray glasses Uh, anyway i think both girls and boys are on board with x-ray glasses everyone wants x-ray glasses yeah but um i definitely so i'm trying to think how old i was it was probably until i was probably 10 yeah um that i read comics and then for whatever reason i just books took over yeah um see i just they were sort of contemporaneous like i just i read you know i read my elf quest and i read you know a lot of books obviously and there was a crossover too so i read um dragonlance series uh-huh. and the forgotten realms series both of which were really long running book series like I used to go with my allowance and purchase one of those series again on my way home from school (laughs) like as every two weeks or however often 
And then I also bought the comics. Like, there were comics and there were books and they were obviously op- operating on all cylinders. Yeah. Because <laughs> there was also, the like, the role-playing arm. Oh, right. Um, and so I had some of those, too, despite never having anyone to play with. <laughs> I spent a lot of time creating characters. Okay, Carolyn? Okay, okay. <laughs> and, I, and so there was one that I... I looked at when I was upstairs, um, I, and I know, I know I have more than just the one, but there's a comic called Elf Lord, which I know I only got because it was right next to ElfQuest, and I must have gone in and been like, oh, they don't have any ElfQuest. I'll just try Elf Lord. <laughs> This'll do. <laughs> This'll do. So then, you know, I went to college, and I stopped reading, um, com- I, like, I stopped having a comic book store to go to. But my roommate, Angie, with whom I watch the X-Files every week, (laughs) she had a stack of X-Men comics, um, including, like, the whole run of Age of Apocalypse, which is, like, a thing that you could use to, like, get into the X-Men. I mean, it didn't necessarily tell you all the backstory of anything, because it was, like, an alternate reality kind of thing. Yeah. But you could like then you could see all the characters and you'd be like, oh, that's that that's Wolverine. I know what his powers are, whatever. So I definitely got into the X Men that way. I can identify that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was weird was like when the X Men movies started coming out. I knew who all the characters were, and I couldn't remember how, how does I that knew. happen. And so I must have looked at comics, but forgotten she, that I looked at them. There was also an arcade game. <laughs> Which she and I spent a lot of time playing. <laughs> I don't know that I played that. <laughs> if you have Xbox, you can get it that way. <clears throat> oh, okay. Um, so I kind of fell out of comics for a long time after um, after grad college, grad school, yeah. and um, when my mom was dying, I went home to Salt Lake City for the summer to hang out with her. Um, and I went to the library, and they had individual comic issues, and so I just would check out stacks of them, and that's how I became familiar with a bunch of the DC universe. Like I, I read Green Arrow, and I read um, various Batman's, and I read. I was mostly interested in the not main stream. Like I didn't care that much about Superman, uh-huh. but. Um, but those are so hard to get into, too, I feel like, because, you know, you have different storylines and different authors. and Yeah. Cat- I, did, I did like reading Catwoman. And I had, a, like, I had a basic knowledge of that, the Batman stuff from, I felt like, from, you know, the movies. Those I had watched. Uh-huh. Even, even the terrible ones. <laughs> <laughs> even the Arnold Schwarzenegger one? Even the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. Yes. And so I also had um, some Birds of Prey comics upstairs, and I have some Buffy comics upstairs. And so there was, like, there was a Birds of Prey TV show that was on for a little while, and I felt like that's what made me pick up the Birds of Prey comics. And the same with Buffy. And so I feel like there's a certain amount of crossover that, that would make maybe women mostly who don't necessarily have haven't necessarily always read the comics for whatever reason pick them up for the first time i don't know um so long story short (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> I started also to read Strangers in Paradise. Yes, okay. During, um, while I was in Salt Lake City, like, I checked out all the Strangers in Paradises, but this was before it had ended, and so I was like, but, wait! And I started, uh, I started, I knew that it was about to end, so I started buying individual issues, because I couldn't wait for the collection. <laughs> Did you ever read that? Um, I have not. I have two of the books. Um, so, friend of the show, Katie. Yep. Has been trying to get me to read that series for... A while. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, pre-children. So, um, one day, I will. I, but I, I don't think I have number one. Like, I think I have number I have it. Two and I four. can send it to you. <laughs> I, don't, I only have one and, like, six. So, if we combine our forces... Together, we will have a full collection. Um, but, no, I haven't, I haven't read it. But I, ha- I have it on my shelf. Okay. I, I do think it's... Well, I'll let you continue. Keep going. Well, you're going to have a thought, so go ahead and have your thought. <laughs> no, I was just going to say the, the crossover thing. So, like, you knew Buffy from a TV show, and so seeing a Buffy comic was like, oh, you know, and then... The TV show ended, and and then they started Buffy season eight with, I believe, Joss Whedon on board. Yeah. So I was like, well, that makes sense. I'll pick up the comic. You know, I, I was not ready for it to end. Right. And I... I I feel like that for me, so I haven't gotten into comics, well, so I was 10, probably until, I don't know, like the last two years, maybe, and part of that was because I started through the graphic novel route. Right. Um, so I came at it from the other end, because, and we've talked about this briefly on the show, I don't like these tiny issues. <laughs> You know, I want something substantial. I get very angry. This for the same reason that I don't like short stories. I get angry when something ends early. Um, and so with graphic novels, I found a way to re-enter that world. And I, I'd forgotten how much I missed it. And so I've been really kind of working to go back into that. That's so really are there a f- some titles you can point to that you've read and been like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. What do you mean, oh yeah, oh yeah? Yeah, like, you said a couple of years ago you read stuff and you were like, I've missed this, you know, I want I want to make sure this is part of my life. So was there a title or two titles that, that you could say, um, yes, this is what I wanted that I didn't remember I wanted? Um, smile. Yep. Um... Yeah, so when I read Smile, I, I was like, oh, right, right. <laughs> I like stuff like this. And there's this whole, and I think, you know, it wasn't like I had completely ignored it. I mean, obviously I knew what was going on, and I knew there were comics and graphic novels, and some of them looked cool, but not enough to really um, pull me in. And so that that book okay. really did it. Um, okay. And I feel like I have a lot that I've gotten over the past few years that I've intended to read that I just haven't gotten around to. Like I have Anya's ghost. Yep. Yep. And I, I still haven't read it. Um, it was good. I liked it. Yeah. I really like to read it. <laughs> and the other thing that I forget is like, it will not take you that long to read it. Like sit down and read Probably it. Probably not. Ghost. No. <laughs> it's not like a book, but you know, so, um, but yeah, that, that's been, that was kind of my gateway. Okay. 
So, so um, on my timeline, I had this like sort of dabbling in individual issues, but in that period of time, I was super into manga. Oh, and I was like buying individual manga volumes. Like I feel like I've never stopped reading comics in one form or another, really. Uh, so I I have the whole run of Fruits Basket, for example. If you like relationships <laughs> and romance, um, and I have a bunch of Bleach, and I have this one called Antique Bakery. That's like a guy guy one. It's very cute, and Azumanga Daio, which I also have the anime of, which is silly. <laughs> But then I feel like in the last couple of years also, there's just been a lot more stuff that I want to read or I know more people who are recommending me things or something is going on because there's just lots of cool stuff out there. And stuff by women is more readily available or better publicized or something. I don't know what's going on, but I feel good about it. And so I'm suddenly turned into a person that has one, two three, four, like six titles that I'm getting through two two local comic book shops. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that was that was really cool. Um last year on free comic book day, I actually got off my butt and took my family down to our local comic book store. And we've never been and um they were really, really awesome. They were so nice. And there was a woman that worked there, and they weren't weird and rude. And did it smell like smoke? It it did, but I think because (laughs) it's been there for a really long time, um, no one was smoking in it when we were there. (laughs) But it also smells like comics, Um, and so maybe to me that's why I think it smells like smoke because I'm smelling the comics right now, and they smell. (laughs) They smell. There's a smell about them, you know. but, uh, and now I've, I've been ordering stuff from them and they call me and it's like, who am I? I'm this person that's always Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so um, we should wrap this up because we're running long. But the things that I have just being pulled for individual issues, the aforementioned Lumberjanes, um, a DC one called Gotham Academy, Oh, I'm on a, that's on my list to read. Oh, I can I can mail you a bunch of individual <laughs> issues if you want. No, I don't like them. Well, <laughs> if you had one to read after you finished one, maybe I don't know. This is true. Um, Princeless, the stuff that's coming out that's after the two volumes that have already been released. Right now, it's yes. called the Pirate Princess. So. The day after we recorded that, or two days after, I took Emma to the comic book store, and they didn't have the first two, so I ordered them, but they had the pirate one. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we got the pirate one. Oh, good. So we're on the same page. George. Yeah, she loves it. Okay, good. Um, so, and I'm reading Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, which <gasps> is a Marvel title written by Ryan North of Dinosaur Comics. <laughs> Fame. <laughs> I saw that that had come out, and I saw. I think Kristen posted it, and it looked amazing. I should just mail you all these when I'm done. <laughs> um, and I'm also so I I'm going to start reading Gem and the Holograms when it <gasps> starts being published. And I just emailed my local comic book store about um, something described as a lesbian sci-fi romance called The Infinite Loop. 
Whoa. I know. I think it's supposed to come out in April, so I'll let you know on that one. <laughs> okay. And excitingly, ElfQuest is is currently publishing new comics also, so I'm like, I'm just, it's a high watermark. That's very exciting. So I, I would be so excited. <laughs> so I actually, um, I have some titles too that I've been reading. So I recently got um, Ms. Marvel. Yes. Um, and that, I've been reading that and that's awesome and I love it. And I really, really like Lock and Key by Joe Hill. I haven't read it. I order it for work, but I haven't read it. So I asked for like the whole collection for Christmas and um, I'd already read them, but I wanted them with me. So they're beautiful and they're great stories. Um, I just blinked on the other one, but what I was, what I found today while I was poking around. So you know how they came out with the zombie Archie Yes. Are you familiar? I forget what it's called exactly, but it's basically zombie RG. Um, so there's going to be this whole kind of horror arm, and they have the chilling adventures of Sabrina, as in the teenage witch. Okay. So I'm very excited about that. So the first one's come out, um, and I ordered that one. I was like, woo! But the second one's coming out uh, in April, so I'll be very excited about that. This is exciting. Um, other titles that keep getting recommended in our circle would be um, She-Hulk, which I'm reading right now. Yeah, She-Hulk, yeah. Captain Marvel. Yes, yes. Um, Hawkeye. Uh-huh. I did read Se- Sex Criminals. <laughs> <laughs> the first volume of Sex Criminals, which I ordered for work and has not been stolen yet. Knocking <laughs> wood. Um, and Saga, which I've been ordering for work and I finally just caught up with and is awesome. I want to read. Highly it. recommend it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's also on my list. I think I think you would like it. We um we've been building slowly, steadily our graphic novel collection at work. So um, I spent some time today browsing that as well. So there's a lot of a lot of really cool stuff there. There is a lot of really cool stuff. All right, thank you for talking to me about comics for like 50 minutes. You are so welcome. <laughs> um, I realized we didn't really get into like. The 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 problem not the problem with comics but like the stories you know we we only talked about like titles and our journey I feel like we need to have comics part two where we talk about like the stories okay you can run that one <laughs> okay <laughs> all right I'll, I'll have to go read some more comics all right so um, yeah you're welcome I was happy to yeah, we can report back we can have a comics check in. And okay. see what we've discovered since. I'll let you know how the lesbian sci-fi romance goes. Amazing. And you can tell me, you know, if you got around to reading Anya's Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. And um, and and to our listeners, please let us know um, what your favorite comics are, what your path was. Um, what we're missing. Tell me, tell me you read Archie too. <laughs> <laughs> I read a few Archies. I can I confess. Ah. <sighs> Come on, like, Veronica was, like, really hot. No? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the other thing that that we had talked about doing was um, adding a new regular feature. Yep. So along with our obsessions, I wanted to add a, like, a specific music obsession because I feel like... Every week, I have a new song that I need to listen to all the time. Yep. And it hits me in a special, 
in a special place every week. But um, and it, I just get really excited about it, and I want to tell people about it. So, <laughs> so I was like, why don't we, why don't we do it on the show, and then we can build a playlist, and people can listen to the songs that we recommend, and they can be like, oh my god. <laughs> But what I also thought would it would be a really good sort of combination of all these different types of music. So this would be good, although it might not be that different coming from me, because my obsession, musical obsession, is a One Direction song <laughs> <laughs> called "Night Changes." Night Changes. Wow. It doesn't have anything to do with diapers, right? Uh, no. Okay. Okay. What's, what's What's yours? Mine is. Uh, uh, 10,000 Emerald Pools by Borns. Okay. Which I didn't realize was a single guy until I uh, looked it up this afternoon. So the way that the name is stylized when it's spelled, it's um, the O has that slash through it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, do you say it Bjorns or Borns? I think it's Bur- Burns or something. I don't know. We can ask my dad. Okay. Well, he so speaks Danish. This dude pronounces it Borns. Okay. So. He's from LA. I'll be his dance. All right then. Yeah, but that's my that's my current musical obsession. What is your regular obsession? <sighs> um <laughs> sorry, was that a hard question? Yeah, no, I had to change gears a little bit. So um as you know, we we binge a lot of shows and sometimes it takes us a while to get through one, you know, depending on how many episodes there are. Um, but we just finished the fall because season Oh, don't spoil me. I'm not. Okay. But when it was over, we were like, well, crap. Now what are we going to watch? It has been renewed for a third season, FYI. Yeah. No, we're really excited. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. Now what? Now what? So, and we needed something a little bit light just because the fall. Um, so we realized that we'd only watched three episodes of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. And we had heard that it had been uneven, but possibly had been getting better recently. So yeah. we decided we would try it again. So we rewatched the first episode, and I forgot. It was, it was fun. It was it, fun. It is fun. It's a fun show. Yeah. So that's, that's, it's a mild obsession at this point. Okay. So um, I have three things now. Whoa. On the topic of binge watching, Mallory Ortberg of the Toast posted um, an article about rewatching the L Word ten years later. Oh right, yeah. Um, which we will link to. And you know, I watched two or three seasons when it first came out because you had to in order to be a card carrying lesbian. It's true; they kicked you out. <laughs> <laughs> But it's been a while, and I was talking to Surly Spice about it, and she's like, I haven't seen it. So, we've been watching a few episodes (laughs) where we can fit them in. Uh As close to binge-watching as you can get when you're watching something with someone on the other side of the country. Um, But the best part really is, she's like, oh my god, why is Jenny so terrible? Oh my god, what is happening? I get to watch her watch it, and that is, is a as a gift, really. <laughs> Number two is they announced today that the X Files is coming back with Gillian Anderson and David Duchovny and Chris Carter for a limited six-episode run. How many people emailed you today? <laughs> Various people posted <laughs> on Facebook at me. Um, yeah, 
So I feel like it has to be mentioned. I don't know if excited is the right word. I think Um, nervous slash. um, But if to me it feels like they understood that we had been binge watching run, (laughs) which will culminate in this new series, right? It's perfect timing. It is perfect timing. Unless, you know, although we move really slowly. At one episode a week and then, you know, various things get in the way. <laughs> now, when, when you do your your binge watching, will you put the movies in where they go? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. We're not amateurs. <laughs> yeah, so the first movie should be coming up, I think, at the end of this season five here. All right. Um, and then the last thing is, um, there's gonna one of my favorite authors is Lois McMaster Bujold, and uh-huh. her long-running series is um, the Forkosigan Saga, I guess you would call it, because there are just a, many, many books in it, and I've read them all. <laughs> but there's going to be a new one Ooh. about one of my favorite characters, Cordelia, and so I'm super, super happy and excited and um I think it's not probably coming out for a long time, but I don't care. I'm still excited. Is she writing it now? Um, I assume it's in some stage of writing now. She posted a little thing that said it's happening. <gasps> That's so exciting. So it came from her. Awesome. Yes. That's very cool. It is very cool. I'm very that, those, are, those are very good obsessions. Thank you. A little bit of for everyone. A little bit of everything for everyone. Yeah. So, um, so let us know uh, what you're obsessing about. Let us know what your musical obsession is at the moment. Um, you know what has been really fun has been seeing people tweet at us this the number one song. Yeah, that was an awesome. I'm glad that we did that. Yeah, that's been really fun. And I was actually thinking maybe I would collect those and put them together into a playlist. Oh. So we could have everybody's birth songs. That sounds good. So if you haven't done that yet. Yeah, let us know. Do it. Cool, cool. All right. Um, so thank you for listening. I'm Carolyn. You can find me all over the internet at Paper Squared. P-A-P-E-R-S-Q-U-A-R-E-D. I'm Anna, and you can find me online at Helga Grace, H-E-L-G-A-G-R-A-C-E. Our in and out music was provided by Julie Jurgens, who is awesome. You can find her on Twitter at Hi Miss Julie H I M I S S J U L I E. I presume she did that because kids always said that. But every time I say it, I think Hi Miss Julie, Hi Miss Julie, Hi Miss Julie. No. Yeah. No. Hi Miss Julie. She used to be a preschool teacher. I know. Hi Miss Julie. That's how I want to say it at the end of every show. Hi Miss Julie. Anyway. (laughs) Perfect. See you next time. (laughs) 